Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me. This is your co-host, Seth Green. I am here with Boy- Boris Mushayev of thetaxpreneur.com. Boris is not your traditional CPA and does not pride himself on filing taxes. He specializes in tax strategies that help his business owner clients save twenty dollars to $80,000 in taxes. His team is made up of high-performing professionals who take diligence and care in every step of the process. Accounting is more than being correct. It's being strategic. And tax planning is actually a thing that we're going to talk about today. Boris, thank you so much for joining us. I love how you said tax planning is actually a thing. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. Uh, It's really an honor to be on your podcast. Appreciate it very much. to have you. I'm excited uh, to learn from you today because obviously I think as business owners, we all think we pay way too much in taxes. Yeah. We hear that Warren Buffett's in a lower tax bracket than his secretary. And we say, I want to get some of that, but I don't have, you know, $5 billion to only pay myself dividends. Um, So let's go back in time first. How did you become not a typical CPA, a tax planning specialist, for lack of a better term, the taxpreneur for business owners. Yeah, so uh, that story is quite interesting, actually, because when I uh, graduated college and um, I always wanted to be, you know, I had this burning desire in me to do taxes, but I got sucked into a nonprofit world and I was was an accountant for nonprofit. I think that's where my good accounting background kicks in, but I always wanted to do taxes. So I finally got out, started working for tax firms. Uh, and the thing that I caught myself doing is like almost 500 tax returns per tax season in three and a half months. Wow. I was burned out. I, I was providing no value to my clients except getting them the highest possible refund. But that was already with all the numbers that I'm just entering on the form. Uh, and, you know, giving them some ideas here. Oh, yeah, maybe you can take that deduction that you already incurred. But there was really no planning. And when the business owners used to sit across from me, like, well, Boris, like, how do I, how do I pay less in taxes? And I used to give them a typical answer, which was like, well, you're making too much money. And I guess that's a good problem, you know? And they were losing confidence in me. I was losing confidence in myself. And when I ventured out on my own, I knew that there's something more that could be done. So I, you know, I jumped into the world of tax planning and I started spending a lot of money, thousands of dollars on, you know, learning from one of the best tax experts in the country, 
learning all the ins and outs of taxes, strategies. There's such thing as tax planning for business owners. And it's about being proactive and not reactive. And that's where I pretty much turned things around for me in my career and started becoming a tax planner and preparing tax plans for clients with strategies. And that's my story. Okay. And I know that's a short version. Obviously, the longer version is probably in a book somewhere. If it's not, it should be. So you talk about tax planning being a thing and that you can be proactive instead of reactive. What does that mean? So a lot of business owners, they, they come to see their accountant and accountants and everybody who's watching this kid, they can probably relate to it. They either speak to their accountant when they're filing their payroll taxes on a quarterly basis or some quarterly taxes, right, on their dividends, or maybe they're doing some sales taxes. That's the only time they, they see them. In most, in most cases, that's in the best scenario. In the worst scenario, they see their preparer only once a year, when the year is over. And that's when they realize, oh, what else can we do? Maybe we should put up money in the SEP. Well, do you have a SEP open? I actually know. Well, did you speak to your accountant? Did your accountant speak to you? That's like being reactive, reacting to the tax bill that's about to slap you in the face. And then being proactive is like, okay, right now is month of February of 2019, right? In this case, we're in May, right? Uh, We are in May. What can I do for 2020 or even still in 2019 because we're so early in the game right now? And that's being proactive. There's so many tax strategies that can only be utilized now and not after the year ends. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Now, obviously, it's a rare, unique specialization you have of significantly impacting the amount of taxes we as business owners pay. Um, A lot of us do a lot wrong because we go to, I for one, I think I told you a little bit of my story when we met, I had gone through seven different accountants, one every single year. And every single year I said, what can I do to lower my taxes? And the only answer I got seven years in a row, the first seven years was, well, you should contribute to your 401k. There you go. Um, And that's like it. That was the only suggestion I ever got. And I said, there's got to be a better way. Right. Interviewing new accountants every year, trying to find someone who knew a better answer than just max out your 401k. So what are some of the most common mistakes we as business owners make that we may not even know we're, we're making when it comes to our taxes and tax planning? Yeah, so the first thing is, right, like that every preparer out there says and every accountant, right, it's like set up your entity structure correctly. Um, okay, so what do I do next, right? I'll give you a what quick example. What does that ex- mean for folks? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you every once in a while and translate accountant speak into English. Right, so entity structure means, you know, there is generally three most common entity types. There is an, uh, an LLC, a C corporation, an S corporation, right? So everybody says, oh, you know what? And like, I speak to a lot of business owners. Yeah, uh, uh, I think I should be an S-corp or I'm already an S-corp entity because that's much better for my taxes. Well, okay, now that you became an S-corp, that's the mistake that they make is first of all, not choosing the right entity. And if they chose the entity that generally saves people on taxes, which is an S-corporation, well, do you know how much to pay yourself a salary? Okay, because what happens is that the IRS clearly says in their code that your salary should be a reasonable compensation. So they allow you to have a normal compensation for yourself and not overpaying yourself. Because when you're overpaying yourself, you're also overpaying in some other areas of taxes. Okay, so number one is you know, entity formation. Once you figure that out, now what? The number two is like if you're an S corporation, then you know, figure out your salary. Lower your salary to pay less in taxes. So that's one of the biggest mistakes uh, that would make from the beginning. And another one, it's a little more advanced, but I thought I want to share with, uh, with you guys, because I know that this is being aired to a lot of people, 
is that when you're setting up your end theme at the beginning, what we do for our tax planning clients, like I ask them, right? Uh, I ask them, what are your goals? Like, where do you see yourself in five years for the business? Some say, I want to turn this around into multi-million dollar business. Some say, I want to turn this around into multi-million dollar business, but I want to sell it in 10 years. I want to sell it in seven years. Okay, that's good for us to know. Do you know why? Because there is a section in the tax code that says that you can, if you meet the certain qualifications and you want to set yourself up to meet those qualifications, that up to $10 million of gain from the sale of your business is actually tax-free to you. Wow. Okay. So you need to say that again and talk about that a little more because yeah. I'm sure you just got everybody's attention if you didn't have it already. So, right, right. So the, again, there's obviously more to it. There's more qualifications that somebody needs to meet and which is the, like outside the scope of this podcast. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because you're a business owner. It's, we have a lot of startups. We have, you know, un, entrepreneurial world is booming right now. Everybody's going into entrepreneurship. You know, internet has made this marketing it's like, you know, getting your products out there. So they're all making money right now. And they, they turn around and sell their business. And if they do sell their business, they need to plan in a way, hey, when I sell it, the gain of it, how much gain are you going to have from it that can be excluded from your taxes up to $10 million? Now, of course, this is not for everybody, right? Everybody's situation is different. But I thought it would be interesting for everybody to know that there is such thing and why, why tax planning is so important is because when you know these nuances, it's not about just, oh, okay, I will be an S corporation so I can save on some social security taxes. Well, okay, but what are your goals? Where are we going with this business? What are we doing with this business, right? So these are some, some of the things. And then there, again, there, this is just one of the advanced strategies. There's a lot more for advanced strategies. And for those folks who are netting 100,000, 200,000 or $300,000 in taxes, you might see, well, they're not making millions of dollars. Well, that's okay. Tax planning is also for you as well. It's not just for the big fish or multimillionaires. It is for everybody. And again, it all starts from the beginning and the get-go. Now, if you didn't start tax planning from the beginning and you're already five years in business, that's okay. There's still a lot that could be done to start saving money going forward. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll disclose. Personally, we just changed in the last year or two um, the way our LLC was being taxed. We changed the way my income was structured. Um, you're going to say blinding flesh of the obvious, you're going to cringe and go, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. But for all the years prior to like the last two, every check I just literally, and hopefully the IRS isn't watching this, but like literally wrote a check to myself and everyone else was on payroll and I wasn't. And my account, when we switched the way our thing was taxed, he said, you got to put yourself on payroll. You got to pay yourself a salary. You got to withhold taxes like a normal person. Right. And then the rest of the income above and beyond that, you can take a different way but you right. need to have what is, as you said, reasonable compensation actually showing up on payroll. Right. Um, so I, I, I to I'm totally with you there. So you talked about entity structure. What are some of the other mistakes that business owners most commonly make in terms of tax planning? Obviously, uh, I would say number one would be not doing it, not knowing you could do it. Yeah. Thing that when your accountant says all you can do is max out a 401k, you listen and you don't be a relentless, relentless persistent beep and keep asking until someone finally says, oh yeah, there is other stuff you can do. Well, you know, you also have to ask yourself, like what does that mean max out 401k, right? Like it's definitely a great tax strategy. Don't get me wrong. We include retirement in our tax planning because our tax planning, like just we'll talk about other mistake. And I just want to um, touch on that point that you said about the 401k. It's definitely a great strategy and we do include it in tax planning as the, money, as the way to save money on taxes. But you have to think about it. 
like, what does that mean, right? Not only is it saving you money on taxes, but if you reverse it and you think about it, it's also deferring your income to the future. So when you are deferring your income to the future, Seth, you know, uh, I wish you a lot of years of success and I don't know when you want to retire, but what happens when you retire? That money now becomes taxable, right? That is the ticking tax bomb of the hypothetical 401k, right? That is correct. Now, when we include the retirement strategy in our tax plan, and by the way, this is our, this is 2018 copy. They look like this. They're about 15 to 30 pages long, depending on everybody's situation. It's written comprehensive. And one of the things I include there is like, all right, this is how much money you can put away for retirement set so you can save money. But how about I show you another strategy that you can use along with this, where when you retire, some of that money will actually be tax-free to you when you retire. I like to, we obviously all like tax-free a whole lot better than tax And the earnings on it, the money that you put away become tax-free, right? So, okay, that's now interesting, right? That's now, that, that needs to be part of the tax plan because like another question that we ask before tax planning is like, not only when are you looking to sell your business, but what's the exit strategy over there, right? Like, what are we doing not only to save money on taxes right now, but also maximizing our future? And another mistake you asked me, and I'm coming back to this question, uh, it's like, what is, what is another mistake that they're doing? And I think it's also going to be interesting for everybody who's watching this, because we live in a world where we can actually have multiple businesses, right? We can have a passive business where we are just passively participating and in receiving income or a K1, like a lot of people are familiar with that, or where we are actually participating. And when we come to our accountant and give them our documents and give them our K1s from all these sources, sometimes those K1s are wrong. They don't list you as a passive member or a passive investor, the entire income becomes taxable to you at the highest level, okay? Or when you have multiple businesses, you don't separate yourself out. And if you have a passive losses, they are limited if you're making over $150,000. Well, what other business are you passive in so you can put it against that? Again, a lot of talk for this maybe podcast, but it's just to make people think, hey, uh, there is such thing as tax planning. I'm talking to a prospect right now. He sent me all his documents. He owns seven businesses, a marketing agency, uh, a public speaking, a real estate investment, and he only sees his accountant once a year. And he has a group people of people that are following him, and he can't even recommend a good accountant to them. And he says, Boris, if you can do my taxes, you can probably do everyone's. <laughs> so just to give you an idea of like what and why tax planning is so, so important, it has a huge ROI for you you know, the investment in tax planning, just like you would put money into marketing. Absolutely. So thank you for the shameless plug there. I appreciate it. All right. So um, we talked about some of the mistakes business owners are making. Obviously you picked up on a cut. You said a couple, and I'm going to throw one in there that you mentioned as well. Seeing your tax preparer, your accountant only once a year is probably a mistake as well. So you've obviously achieved some incredible results over the years without naming any names. Well, you, you know, whatever confidentiality policies you have, obviously privacy policies. Let's talk a little bit. uh, Can you tell us, we'll just change the names to Mr. Jones or whatever. Can you tell us an example of a couple recent clients, what they came to you with and how you were able to help them? Yeah. Great. Uh, Great question. Um, I didn't prepare those examples, but I remember them all in my head because they're all so important to me. I was just finishing up a tax plan yesterday. I just raised my hands up like this because I told the client I can save him 11000 but I actually came out to $17,000. Uh, one of the strategies that uh, we used for him was, number one, lowering your salary. Man, that alone saved him so much money on taxes, okay? We reasonably, by law, by following the regulations, lowered his salary, saved the money on taxes. He did put away some money into the retirement. Okay, okay, so that was one of the things. And another thing that he heard me talk about once, and that's why he got on the phone with me and really was excited to work with me, he said, Boris, you mentioned this idea of income shifting to your kids because they're in a lower bracket. 
there's such thing as I can do legally? I'm like, absolutely. So uh, he's like, yeah, I would like that in my, in my plan, right? So we put in some recommendations of what he can do to shift some income legally to his children. And why would somebody want to do that is because if you're in a 30 and 35% bracket and your child is almost in a zero bracket, right? Especially if it's the child under the age of 18, you can shift some income there and have the child pay income taxes on that income or pay no income taxes. Why? Because anybody in America, I don't care who you are, if you're filing your taxes, you're exempt from income, income taxation up to $12,000. So I can pay each kid $12,000 a year. They will file taxes, but pay zero. Three kids, I could technically move $36,000. Yes. So up to $12,000, you can move. Now, of course, that depends on what tax structure, what tax entity you're in. There's a couple of nuances that we have to take a look at. And you do have to meet qualifications because remember, we're not allowed to avoid taxes. Right. And the kids so, technically right? have to do work that you can prove. Right. So we have to do a couple of things there, uh, but it's like, it's one of the best strategies uh, and that, that's the income shifting strategy, right? So we move some income to our kids. Um, so that's one of the strategies that a lot of people are interested in. Another strategy that I told you about, even though it's not tax saving strategy right now, but it's a tax savings for the future, which is tax-free retirement. And the favorite one, and we actually put this together in the training for sharkpreneurs that I, I'm sure you're going to announce at, after the podcast. Uh, we put together a training and this strategy is going to be in the training is that how to pull cash from your business tax-free. Obviously you got everybody's attention there. So awesome. I'm super excited to learn that one, obviously. So let's dive right into that because you uh, have gone above and beyond just being a guest and you've prepared a very special training exclusively for Sharkpreneur listeners who are business owners to learn more about how to get money out of their business tax-free and obviously a number of your other advanced planning strategies. Where can our listeners go to learn more and register for that free training? Okay, so that is thetaxpreneur.com slash sharkpreneur. Thetaxpreneur.com slash sharkpreneur. Awesome. That we will send everybody there to register for that training and learn more about you. This has been a fascinating interview. Um, Boris, what else do you want to talk about that I didn't get a chance to ask you? Anything else you want to share? Because obviously you've dropped a ton of golden nuggets there. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> one of the things I just want to emphasize, I think we pretty much shared uh, all the important points in the short period of time that we have is just like, um, you know, I'm not hating on tax preparers or other accountants. I respect my colleagues in the field. I come from a, a, a background of tax preparation and you cannot blame your tax preparer or accountant for not saving you money on taxes is because you have to have respect for everybody in the profession because in most cases, the preparers are looking out after you. It's just that tax preparation is the type of thing that, that is a reactive thing. And I'm talking from my own experience because my job and title was accountant preparer where I was preparing taxes. So everybody in the, who's listening to this po podcast should think, right? It's like, what can I do to invest in myself to make that financial transformation, whether it is uh, you know, uh, investing in a product that will make me money or investing in my taxes that will help me keep cash, more cash in my pocket. So it's just, just for everybody to understand there's two types of professionals. There's a preparer and a planner. And if you want to save money on taxes, you need a planner. And I always say, if you have a tax preparer, you do not have a tax planner. So my advice for everyone is that uh, get yourself a planner. If you want us to do a tax strategy session with you, we'll be more than happy to. There will be a link in the calendar in that training video that, that you will watch. It's completely free and it's complimentary. And on the call, 99% of the time, I'm able to tell how much a person is overpaying in taxes. So take advantage of it. Even if you're not going to get tax planning, it, it's good for your knowledge.
Absolutely. That's an absolutely incredible offer, folks. Um, obviously, I, we, I, we've been able to reduce my taxes significantly in the last couple of years because of these strategies. So I highly recommend you take advantage of it. Go to the taxpreneur.com slash sharkpreneur. We'll put that link in the show notes. Boris, thank you so much again for joining us. And hopefully we get to hear some case studies from other Sharkpreneur members on how much money you're saving them in taxes too. I really appreciate you having me. Thanks so much, Seth. All right. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we will talk or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.